All right. Hey, everyone. Well, welcome to another episode of Root Pharmacist Radio. Rob Kress here. And today I want to talk about other factors to health, you know, other things that can um, you know, when we look at uh, populations, when we look at uh, groups of people who, you know, are the people who live the longest, longest and the healthiest, and they, you know, exhibit certain traits, choices they make, um, or even training programs, just to kind of key in, you know, you hear all the stuff all the time, like, okay, uh, a supplement is, you know, the miracle anti-aging supplement and stuff like that. Well, you know, truth be known, there's a lot of lifestyle things that we got to put into place first. So at first, let me start with, uh, if you've ever heard of Dr. Dean Ornish, he's, uh, he's created what's known as the Ornish Spectrum. So Dr. Ornish, he is he wrote a book called Reversing Heart Disease geez, back in 1990, and he showed where you can actually reverse heart disease, which, as you all know, is the number one killer of men and women in our country. So he has a program which he actually uh, trains other practitioners and they even build a Medicare um, and the results are somewhat amazing. Um, they've shown how they could also treat prostate cancer, uh, positive changes to the genes, enhancement of telomeres, which is basically a, um, uh, it gives you an idea of your longevity. These, these little wraparounds around the end of your DNA to protect them. Uh, he's shown to reduce blockages in the heart within one year, as well as improving blood flow to the heart in as little as 30 days. So his program is actually based around four core um, pillars, I guess you'd say. Nutrition, so it's essentially what you eat. Fitness, how much you move or and how you move. Stress management, how you manage stress, as well as love and support, how much uh, love and support that you have, which is quite interesting. So, you know, in this very topic, we can just break it down to four little things right here. Now, keeping in the same mode or, you know, the, the same topic, um, you know, what if we look at uh, primal and paleo, primal paleo men and women, you know, essentially in their heyday before the Bronze Age, um, where they only lived to around 30, but that was because the rigors and the dangers of the day, uh, archeologists expect they probably would have lived to 90s or beyond because they were so healthy. So what were the things that they did? What were their pillars? Well, uh, they ate lots of plants and animals. They ate real food and it was a plant slant diet. So uh, you're gonna have nuts, you're gonna have seeds, and you're gonna have plants and grains and stuff like that. They we're not consuming grains. That's the key here. And a lot of people believe they were eating tons of meat, which actually they were not. Um, but they did evolve on eating animals and that did help expand their brain. So that was part of the deal. Um, another one they moved frequently at a comfortable pace, such a key focus here. You know, we have become a sedentary population. People are not moving as much as they need to and as much as they should, which brings on inflammation, arthritis, um, and a lot of certain things. So that's that's another one. Um, as far as exercise, they would sprint once in a while. We could maybe, if we wanted to bring that into our own health, maybe once a week. Um, sprinting, sprinting is uh, basically it, it helps enhance muscle. And when you get enhanced lean body mass or lean muscle mass, functional that is, uh, you can actually enhance your organ reserve, which is a telltale of longevity right there. Um, but in their mode, they sprinted to either get food or get away from being food. Adequate sleep, very critical. They basically, you know, woke up when the sun came up, and they went to bed when the sun when the sun went down. Uh, and they they slept en enough. I mean, in our society, if you look at it that way, people are sleeping what I think thirty five percent of Americans don't get seven to eight hours of sleep a night. Um, they played. 
right? So they they basically did things for no real reason, just to just to enjoy. It wasn't always work. It didn't have to have an end goal. Um, they lift heavy things, so we're back to the exercise. This plays a role in it too. Um, you know, whether it was putting up a house, moving on. Um, Adequate sunlight, absolutely critical. You know, we live in a time and age right now where in this modern day society, it's like 0.01% of our whole evolution, right? Of our whole time walk on this planet. And now we're indoors, this 0.01%. The whole rest of the time we were outdoor living plays a big role. Um, and then they used their brain a lot. They were absolute problem solvers. The goal was to remain alive, stay alive, keep alive. You know, we, we've kind of evolved, and I guess many would say almost devolved uh, to where we're living right now, where we don't have to keep trying to stay alive. Very interesting. So that's kind of the primal laws, primal blueprint laws. Another one, we'll say the last one I'll, sh I'll share with you, and um, I like this one. This one comes from Dan Bittner. He wrote the book, The Blue Zones. And, you know, the blue zones are basically these areas uh, around the world uh, where people live longest and healthiest. It's Sardinia, Italy, Okinawa, Japan, Loma Linda, California, Nicoya, Costa Rica, and Ikaria, Greece. So there's like nine certain laws that fell into them. And I think you're going to see a lot of similarities to what we just talked about. They moved naturally and regularly. So natural movements. And, you know, this kind of coincides when we were talking about the primal, when I talked about um, functional lean body mass, functional muscle mass, you know, you don't get functional mass by doing isolated exercises, just by doing like arm curls all the time. You get it by moving naturally and working naturally. Um, second one, they lived with a sense of purpose. You know, that's another thing when I, you know, primal man, woman, as I said, their job was to remain alive, right? We don't really have that sense of purpose much anymore. So we got to develop it into our modern day living. Um, so that's what these people do as well. They noted downshift. I like to say shifting gears. You know, we need to impart uh, stress management and change our gears throughout the day. We can't be go, go, go all the time. We need to shift backwards. And contrary to that, we just can't be downshifted the whole time and sedentary. We need to upregulate. Fourth one is they used what's called as the 80% rule. Um, this was essentially uh, with their eating. Um, and when they would get about 50, when they get about 50% full, they stop eating. They recognize that. Far too often here in our you know, modern day culture, we just inhale foods and we get full or we finish eating before we even know we're full and then we get over full. So if you eat slow and then you eat to the point that you feel you're 80% full, you're giving your body's digestion chance to catch up. Uh, moderate alcohol, so you know they don't over imbibe, especially for issues of stress or whatever it might be, uh, which could be a major issue. Um, so you know, I think they found one to two drinks a day in a social environment. Uh, there's been other research that's actually even shown through. Um, it was in England, guys that went to the pubs often. It was because the social environment that drinking brought to them had a health benefit to it. Uh, these people also in the blue zones lived in a faith-based community. They had a sense of belonging. So once again, that kind of ties into um, the love and support that we were saying with Dr. Dean Ornish's program. Uh, they put their loved ones first, so they keep those close, still tying in. And then again, and then what it, they call it is their right tribe. They are they have social circles that support healthy behaviors. You know, it's been said that you are the product of your five closest people around you. So that's from your beliefs, your work ethics, your dietary habits, exercise, food choices, and all that. So um, 
these are all things that you can kind of put in line here. It comes from uh, three different well-proven uh, population or even health-related societies. So I hope this gave you uh, a bunch of information to move forward on your healthy path today. Uh, it's a beautiful one out there, so have a great day.